This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. Oh, I'm Gavin. I'm Cameron. I'm Blaine. And I'm <laughs> Gus. What's funny, Blaine? I just like, I don't know. This is Cameron's first time on the podcast. Welcome, Cameron. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> really? Every week he's been shooting his shot. Anytime someone's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the podcast, Cameron's like, I'm ready. I'm Spartacus. Joking. Are you on deck all the time? I, I, every <laughs> single time I'm like wrapping up a production, somebody says something like, Yeah, Gavin can't make it or Blaine can't make it. And I pop up with like a camera and a light. And I'm like, Gus, if you need me, right here, right now. He, he walked into set earlier before we started. He's like, I'm still not convinced this isn't a prank. Oh, <laughs> but I don't blame you. I've, yeah, I've been no. burnt so many times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just like hearing you say, I'm Cameron. Like, <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, Barbara was having some uh, some travel woes Big today. Weather's dog shit. Yeah. It's bad. She it's is, really bad. It's real poo. No, She's in airport room. hell, it yeah. seems like. She got a pod in American Air, or, or, uh, DFW, which I didn't know that they had the pod hotels there. Mm. Have you been in one Like of those? a place no. you can take a nap? Yeah, I, I guess she stayed there overnight. So it's like oh, in really? the terminal? Yeah, they're like little in, like like past security. It, it's like the same way that you like see the like little massage parlors at airports and stuff, right? But instead, it's just private rooms that are, yeah, little sealed pods. I think you can. How like, much are we talking? Music. How much? How bunts? much bunts? More than you'd think, I'm sure. Uh, the, how the, much would you? I bet it's like one time years ago at my old job before Rooster Teeth. I remember I was connecting uh, in Chicago to come back to Austin. It was late at night, and there had been bad weather. A bunch of flights were canceled. I remember walking through the terminal, and out in the terminal, there were just like a sea of cots laid out. I was like, "Oh man, they are expecting some <laughs> oh, shit. <no. laughs> like this is this is going to be some people's oh. hell out here tonight." It says uh, on this thing, uh, nap centers suites are priced at thirty four dollars for a one hour minimum stay, okay, and then eight fifty for every fifteen minutes thereafter. So a flat overnight rate is one hundred and twenty five. That's not bad. How much for a quick wank? <laughs> How private are we talking? <laughs> Thirty-four bucks for a wine. Give me your most private pod room. I think that's neat. How many are there? I don't know. A, I a pod room. Can we do a podcast from there? A podcast. How, how, yeah. How big are they? Can we get four people in there? I bet the audio is great. I bet it's nice. And oh my Quiet God. and cozy. Whisper room. Yeah. Oh yeah. We but need like, one microphone. Do we have anybody in the cast that would be like claustrophobic though? Are you? No, we should absolutely put them on then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm no, the I'm opposite of claustrophobic. You like squash me. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've only been claustrophobic oh once, I think. Uh-huh. And it was like, I went out to Enchanted Rock, and you know how you can like go in? Into yeah. the rock? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did that once, and I was like, okay, I'm not claustrophobic, but this is too much. I think like at one point, like I was like kind of half stuck, and I'm kind of long, you know, kind of like half stuck, <laughs> like spinning around, and I look, and it's like, oh, there's... There's a wall of spiders mm-hmm. uh, right like three inches from my face. Like, I need to keep moving now. <laughs> like, like, that was too much. Splunking is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get claustrophobic until I see a video of somebody being like, this is the exact ca- like underwater cave where this guy got trapped. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, and you have to yeah, like, it's, dislocate it's, his collarbone to get him out and all that. There was like, I, I saw a diagram of like a cave system that a guy died in and like they showed like the 3D map, you know, yeah. like the side, the side view, like when you're looking at like an ant farm. And basically, he had just like dislodged. He just lodged himself in upside down, mm-hmm. like half a mile underground. And I was like, "That's the worst death wow. imaginable." Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Maybe I'm a little bit. I'm getting a little bit claustrophobic. <laughs> I remember the story. There was there was some woman who was like crawling through some ducts or mm-hmm. a vent or something, oh. and fell down a shaft. But like 
fell and there wasn't enough room for her to like level Slowly, up. So she like, just fell in. and it was just stuck like upside down. Oh god! And that was in Austin. Yeah, wasn't that in Austin? Yeah. I did feel she, like she's she, still there. Did she get out? No, no she did she not died. get out. Oh like, god! I think it was like uh, if I remember right, it was like a exhaust from like a restaurant kitchen. So it was like hot air oh, was hitting her. Hot, greasy air. Yeah. Cooked. You also can't be upside down for that long before you just peg it. <laughs> you know from experience. Being upside down sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, didn't, were you in that immersion? Yeah. Yeah. I went off a, uh, well, got off like a 16 hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> Landed on an Australian morning and was strung upside well, down. Well, see, by you it. think that would be the best time to do it <laughs> mm-hmm. because when you land in Australia, you're upside down already. Yeah, you weren't actually. So then, yeah. uh, when they, they hang you upside back down, you're back in your North American orientation. <laughs> you're just on the wrong side of the world for it. Uh, Dude, God, I remember you and Michael, and I think it was like James or Bruce, just looked like shit the rest of the weekend yeah. for our Well, we went. I think that was the test day, and we actually did the main shoot the day after. Yeah. But we arrived. We landed. And went straight to that test to be yeah. like, oh, I wonder if this works. Was that the and third was... person view one, the like Resident Evil? No, this was, was the Last of Us. Last of Us. Last of Us. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah was... but it was um, the next day is when we were upside down for the longest, and that's when all the blood vessels in my eyes started to pop. So you can only do that <laughs> for a very short amount of time. Well, yeah. it's bad because I directed that one, and we brought you out there initially to test if you if your body was even <clears throat> capable and if you were comfortable. Because we the worst case scenario would have been you come out on the shoot day. Strung upside down, and then you're just you fucking hate it, and then we'd have to you know replace you. Yeah, I mean, I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very funny video. I watched it the other day. Did Went you really? a bunch of my old content, and it, I was just like, this Dude, one is fun. All those immersions were pretty painful at the time, but look back on them all fondly. Yeah, they were a lot of fun to make. I dabbled with a couple Even of them, but shot in the it mouth. was mostly I think like Fabello, Daniel Fabello directed like the last season or so, and just put such a level of polish on them, and they were so much fun. And the Hitman one, like the Hitman one we did at RTX uh, here in Austin, that was a fucking blast. Ah, good did times. you get claustrophobic in the episode of Haunter where we buried you? In the coffin? No. Yeah. No. What was annoying was is that I couldn't like bend I couldn't like lift my knees without them hitting the roof yeah. of the coffin. So I couldn't like when I was like cramping up, I was like, I can't really stretch. Or, isn't, like, isn't that the definition of claustrophobia? No, because I wasn't scared. I was just <laughs> like I was just uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. Physically but, uncomfortable. But I could have fallen asleep in there. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Do a little weighted blanket in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> the weighted blanket might not be needed, but <laughs> I, remember, I remember just lying in there thinking, this would be someone's worst nightmare. I tested that space ahead of you getting into it because I had to rig all the cameras for that show. And so we had the little like night vision cameras that went in there and they closed the coffin to make sure that the framing was right. And I, I laid there for 15 seconds. And I was like, Gavin's going to lose. This <laughs> and then the, we started rolling and uh, they kept checking in on you every like five minutes. It yeah. Was, it was, it was I had an air okay. pipe. It was a little bit scary when they <laughs> lifted it up and started just, like shaking it around with the, with the digger thing. I, I 100% if I'd been there, I would have farted in that air pipe. I mean, I would have seen that hole oh, in the ground no. and I would have just uh, let it loose <laughs> in that air pipe. You would have heard a trumpet from above. <laughs> nah, I, yeah. What would I have done there? I couldn't have got away from it. <laughs> would have just had to have done nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather suffocate. Yeah. <laughs> Start blowing out of the hole to like force all the fart back out. Or try and fart back up the hole. <laughs> I regret so much that I was never able to do one of those Haunter shoots. They looked like so much fun. I was just talking about them the other day because I had uh, the, the, the fun job of camera rigging for that show where we would show up at a location, have a rough plan of where we wanted cameras to go, but there's so many GoPros and night vision cameras, stuff like that. <clears throat> they would give me like the tourist map 
you know, to mm-hmm. like like the the haunted <laughs> battleship or something with rooms circled, and they'd be like, just put a GoPro in there. So I'm walking around this presumably haunted battleship or house or whatever it was mm-hmm. with like 15 cameras, no clue where I'm going. Uh, everyone trying to scare me the entire time. Oh. The ghosts were no help. The ghosts were not helpful at all. They were like, are you in 4K? And I was like, I'm not sure, actually. 30 frames per second. There's what a great thing about GoPros where the first frame of every clip is like someone going like... <laughs> like making like a yeah. GoPro stretch face. Yeah. The best GoPro experience I've ever had was we were doing the... It was the Star Wars Battlefront jetpack immersion that you guys weren't in it was me and chris i directed it so of course i put myself in it because i wanted to even fly in a jetpack and we had to shoot a paintball gun at three mannequins and then we turned the mannequins into actual people that were shooting back at us who got anyway, a paintball did someone get hit in the face no that was you on the mass no i know i got in the face. I someone someone else got hit in the face. i got fucking pegged right on the neck, on the neck i mean i was it. like airborne up in the air <laughs> that was and something i'm thinking of someone i think it was barbara fucking sniped me from like 150 200 feet it was crazy but, um, yeah, no, we dropped a GoPro at one point. I think Chris crash-landed, and we dropped a GoPro into this, like, murky, like, waist-high, chest-high lake. And we got in a line, held hands, and then we all just shuffled our feet across the ground to see if we could find it. We took our shoes off. And I remember uh, our DP, Jason Harder, just went, <clears throat> just disappears <laughs> into the water for a bit. He comes back, just goes, <laughs> and everyone was like, it was Northman. Everyone, it was Northman. Yeah. He's like, I've saved the $200 camera that's out of date Well, the already. footage is probably what you're up. The footage, <laughs> yeah. True. Fuck the GoPros, yeah. the footage. We lost our shit. It was the oh, greatest. I would not. That's the kind of thing you're just like, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> We're not finding that again. We had like, it. No, it's in that body of water. No, it's in, no. I'm not sure if I've told this on the podcast, but we did a shoot, a slow-mo shoot in Iceland where we were filming like geysers and stuff in yeah. slow-mo. And then at the end of the day, we put the Phantom, we were also filming that with a drone. And then at the end of the day, we put the Phantom on the drone and just flew over a waterfall and just like flew off into the distance. And it was like hovering there. And I was like, all right, checking all the triggers. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, whenever you're ready, drone operator, go. And I, as I watched it disappear off, I was like, I didn't change the mags. All of our footage from the geysers earlier. Oh, no. no. I could have just swapped them. But I've sent all of our footage from the entire day. <laughs> and it was when like the drone was a little dot in the distance. So I was like, you hear like a peal of thunder in the background. You're like, oh, I've done it now. That was a show where I was just doing too many jobs. Like yeah. I was directing it. I was in it. I was the phantom op. And then I was the DIT. So I had to download everything at the end of the day. And I was like, you forgot to do your I've DIT job. forgotten the important bit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I didn't mention it. I was just like, when it came back, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> just held it shaking like it was your baby. the footage now. <laughs> I I realized I'm I'm nearing the end of my private Life. pilot lessons. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be getting my certificate soon, and I was I, I started thinking. I was like, I wonder what it takes to become like a to get a commercial drone operator <clears throat> license. Oh, oh yeah. And Is it? Similar paths. Once you have a private pilot license, you just have to take a two-hour online course to get a oh. commercial drone certificate. Do so that. Like, oh, so it's like some serious. Yeah. Drones. As soon as I get my pilot license, like, oh, I'm just gonna take like the two-hour online course and get like a commercial drone license. And then we get some buck, some like big honking drones and like do some serious shit with them. <laughs> There's a whole gimmick, or not, not gimmick. The guy who does it is is perfectly qualified. But this a 17-year-old was the drone operator for that ambulance movie, the Michael mm-hmm. Bay thing. 
Uh, That's what made me think about it, actually. I'm like, that, they should do Ambulance too, where instead of getting a 17-year-old, they get Gus. <laughs> the, <laughs> the opposite of a 17-year-old, I'd say. And uh, I don't know. These drones are moving kind of fast. Yeah. <laughs> what if we slowed it down a little bit here? Back in my day. It Let's was play it dull. safe. Yeah, exactly. What cameras did, what, did he have on the drones in Ambulance? Probably Reds, because mm. that's Michael Bay's thing. Is it? Yeah. He's a big red guy. Big, big red, red. Huh? Big red. Cool. Didn't like they make him a like special a... camera at one point? No, that was... Um, was that someone else? Uh, uh, the direct Ridley Scott for uh, uh, Alien. They made him a xenomorph-looking camera. It looks sick. I think I saw that... Uh, they didn't use it. It was too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Aquaman has like a custom... No, it was a Josh uh, Yeah, uh, He has a... Uh, Jason Momoa. He's like an ambassador for Red, so he has like a gold-plated Komodo. Jason Momoa is a, an ambassador for everything that I want. Like he, he like did this thing with... Uh, like one of those camper van companies. So I think uh -huh. they just gave him his own custom camper van. Like, dude's making like 500K a year off of just free shit alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, fuck, that's so Did, cool. Speaking of vans, have you seen that? I, I, I guess I missed it when they announced it back like in February or March, but Volkswagen announced that they're going to release an electric bus in the vein of like their old oh, yeah. buses from like Ooh, the 60s. Yeah, and it's so cool. Oh, it's got a dumb as fuck name. They call it the ID Buzz. Oh. Okay. But it looks super cool. Can we get a picture of that? Because that sounds rad. I'm, I'm horny for that. I loved their old school Volkswagen buses. Those things are so cool. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Volkswagen ID Buzz. I can show you. It I'm sure they can find one for will It will weigh 7,000 pounds minimum. Because of the battery? Yeah. It's uh, it's already a big hunk and be Look at how big it is. Uh, <laughs> it's it's looks, too open. Like uh, It doesn't look anything Why'd like, they make it look different? Yeah. Because it's it's like you can see straight into that thing. I feel like what? you want the sliding doors and shit. It has sliding doors. It just looks weird. Why I don't does know. it look cell shaded? Well, it's also like <laughs> I almost feel like because it's a concept vehicle right now. Once they release the like actual like normal manufactured version, it will look more appropriate. Well, this is this is going to be it. They're that's the final. They're rolling it out in. I think it launches in Europe first. Look at like her. next year, and I then it comes to North America in 2024. I think they wrecked it a little too cool. It's got like the essence, but it's still it's it's off the mark. It looks like it's half the size of the original van. What are you talking about? It needs to be half a flat. You have front. no frame of reference. You're looking at a picture that could be a Hot Wheel. I for can all you use know. the fucking seats and the steering wheel and the wheels as a <laughs> you reference can't point. See the seats or the steering wheel. That's like that's a, like yeah, a, a mid-size SUV, bro. Look at the door it's handles. Tiny. That's the size of a hand. See, seeing a door handle or the tires, I could respect. Well, a tire could be any size. Small details. The rear view mirror, the headlights, the door handles, all Enhance. of it is reference points. Put that antenna yeah, on top. The satellite antenna Enhance. on top. It's tiny. It's a baby. It's half the size of the original. Yeah, you could get in and fuck in the old ones. This one, you'd have to pull you, you all the seats. You could shag in that. Yeah, but you get all claustrophobic. Like you're you in the altar. You could have a $34 wank in there. Tell you what, Volkswagen, if you want to sell vans, send us one. Blaine will prove that you can fuck in one of their vans. Yeah. You're going to sell them like crazy. That reminds me of, uh, you, we were talking about some of guys earlier. BMW did that thing with you forever ago. I don't know if that ever got launched. I hope it ended just a brief yeah, interview. Yeah. Uh, so they gave us two BMW Z, I don't care. Uh, and we had them over the weekend, and I needed to drive one to set. So I asked Brandon, uh, and I was like, hey, can I just like take one home? Because I'm going to drive from my house to location. <laughs> So they let me, and then I remember like just driving around downtown, and I look over, and you and Dan were next to me, and you guys were just like, it was like Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he sees his dad. You guys were like, and I was just like, like I had stolen the car. Enjoying the Beamer, are you, Blake? Yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> Drove off. That was great. Yeah, we did a, that was a weird one, because they, 
we gave them two concepts and we filmed both of them for some reason and only put out one. We filmed more than two. I think we filmed a lot. One of them I know was did not make the cut. I also don't think it turned out how you expected it to without getting into a bunch of details. But yeah, that was, it was, it was a fun shoot. That was like out in like... Uh, is that where we all almost died? <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't want to say <laughs> uh, that was out in Dripping Springs, I think, is where we shot that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that would have been like four dead and stupid car crash. <laughs> Did you almost die? And turn driving for some reason. <laughs> was, was it like a safety feature that failed and you're like, oh, we can't put this video out. That's for sure. No, it was just like it would have been a dumb idea in any car. Yeah, even that sure. fucking Volkswagen that's tiny. Gus. It's a good size. <laughs> Why am I the defending this fucking? <laughs> I don't know. I love Tesla. You're because you don't like it. You're the muskrat. Don't don't ever call me that. <laughs> I'm coining that term, muskrat. Big Elon Musk fan. You're a muskrat. Oh, I'm not. I'm absolutely not. Huh. Our new Twitter overlord. Oh God. Mm -hmm. How long before he shuts us down? Any day. No, Trump gets back on. Uh, I hadn't even thought about that. It's over under platform. <clears throat> three weeks. Well, wait. What's his truth? Is his new platform? How long do we give that? Because I believe Truth will. Is it still around? Isn't it? I thought that was. Did, I thought they had another social media. I, uh, you know, it's almost like they're putting them out like hotcakes because they make money social. and then shut it down. Uh, I, I say as soon as that one dies, he's back. Oh, it's around. Oh, good. Is Cameron Pester at download Cameron on Pester the app available? <laughs> download on Not the app store. Both. Coming soon, Google Play Store. I always feel like coming soon. Apps launch on the Google Play Store first. And then they come to the iOS app store later. It's weird that I feel like it's the other way around. Do you think it's because Google has like lower standards and Apple needs to endure like more No, it's not testing. that Google has lower It's that Apple is a huge pain in the dick right. to get anything uh, approved by and to have anything to deal with when it comes to like app approval. I know when I used to head up events and we used to have to push the RTX app every year. It was year. a pain in your dick? It was a huge pain in the ass. Like <laughs> when's the deadline to submit it so that they can approve it and get it out? Like, oh my God, they haven't approved it yet, even though... It's been weeks. Mm -hmm. It's just a huge pain. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to make them separately too, right? Like that, it's going to operate differently on an Apple app. So you're just like, I'm going to make the easy one first. And then when no one likes it, I'll just stop. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I wonder, do you see what your most used app is? Yeah. If you can, there's like, um, settings. what do they call it? Activity monitor? Like yeah. screen time? Yours is screen probably. Screen time, that might be it. Is yours the home slice like iPhone <laughs> app? <laughs> No. No. Oh, wait, it is. They, they don't have an app, but somehow it still is the yeah. most used app. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I don't know why I'm looking this up. I don't care. It's probably Chrome. It's riveting content. Chrome. You use Chrome on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Why wouldn't you? I use Safari on my phone. Oh, you. <coughs> Ugh. Use Chrome on your... Chrome's like nice because you on can... On your desktop and your laptop, too? Yeah. Yeah. You can link <coughs> all the accounts. So yeah. You get all the same bookmarks and stuff. You that with Safari, too. Well, sure, but I just mean if you use one. Do you not use? Do you use Safari on your desktop and everything? Too? I use Firefox over here. What is going on? Oh uh, yeah, what Man. are you doing? Well, I mean, I just try not to support uh, Google whenever possible. That's why. Fair. What? <laughs> am I crazy? What? What am I missing? What's I just up with Google? Don't want to give them my information. Didn't yeah. you? Didn't oh. you yell at Blaine once for using an ad blocker? Yeah. And you don't want to use Google products <laughs> when all of our stuff's on YouTube. <laughs> Listen, it's the dichotomy of being Gus. Sure. Uh -huh. It's very complicated, but it's a very narrow minefield I can walk. <laughs> Whatever, muskrat. It's not, it, it's, not, it's not easy being Gus every day. <laughs> what kind of information do you think Gus's Tesla is selling about him? Oh, man. Gus right. is like, hey, Spotify, do you want to know what Gus is uh, listening oh, to? Oh, I don't, I don't think I've ever used Spotify. Really? Oh, wait, really? Yeah, I like told you this ever? the other day. 
Do you told me the Gang Beast soundtrack was on Spotify, and I was like, oh, I guess I got to finally install Spotify, huh? Do you use oh. Winamp? Winamp? No, I've not used <laughs> Winamp in years. What kind but of, it does really whip the llama's ass. What kind of music do you listen to? Music. Do you listen to music? I like chamber music. Uh, chamber? What? <laughs> Legitimately, though, like... <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, like what? What do you listen to? <laughs> Sometimes I crack myself up. That was one of them. You're like beat red for how much you're laughing at your own joke. It's really fun. <laughs> I'm having a more Gus making himself laugh. He's out. Oh my god! What the fuck? Was that the first self leave? <laughs> Leaving because oh, of him. <laughs> uh, the duality of Gus. <laughs> it's not even that funny. It's just, it just got me just right. <laughs> I was thinking the other, the other day, I mainly listened to the music that my mum listened to in her car when I was about three. Mm -hmm. okay. She's 80s crap at the time. And then I was thinking if I had a kid, he would be listening to the stuff that my mum listened to in her car when I was three. Like, I just do, it's the same stuff. Yeah. He's playing it for his friends at school. Or, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, this, my grandma says that this one really riffs. I love this. Hall of Notes, baby. Have you, have you heard of this new band, Def Leppard? It's not spelled the way you think it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> Neither word. Drummer has one hand. It's nuts. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of, like, older stuff, like 80s, okay. 90s uh, stuff. Nothing, nothing made since the 2000s. Yeah. Mm. Sure. I can agree. That's fair enough. I, I go through this music phase where I will find new music that I like and I will exclusively listen to it until I hate it. I hate every sound that comes out of it. Oh, uh, like you like listen to that same song on I'll, repeat? Yeah, I'll be like, oh, this album is changing my life and I'm going to let it do that for four days and I'm going to listen to it 15 times mm. and I'll never touch it again because I can't <laughs> hear it again. Yeah. I We had a Raquel Lilly out with us last week hang out and I love her music and I've been listening to it like crazy and I have I'm like cautiously letting myself listen to it. I'm like, no, I want to keep listening to this. And we like Raquel. I'm going to keep working with Raquel. I can't, like, listen myself out of. So There's, like, burnout. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear that. I don't ever listen. I feel like I don't want to hear the same song over and over and over again. Yeah. I think it's a weird thing. Do you I actually, do. like, put a song on repeat ever? Uh, like oh, I'll, song? like, you know how you can, like, cue things on Spotify? You, like, pull it to the right or swipe right. And I've never used cue. Spotify. You also never <laughs> used Spotify? What do you use? Apple Music? I don't really... CDs? Uh, like, what's going I on? I've got, like, iTunes from a while ago. Just got songs on my phone. I think you're like me. <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts. <laughs> I just bought songs when you bought music. These guys, can you imagine owning music? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm actually going to invest in a record player. I've okay. been doing more vinyl stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's so fucking dumb, and I don't know why I'm doing it. But there's just something about owning that physical disc, you know? It's cool. It's fun. It's cool. In the most fragile, inconvenient form possible. Yeah, truly. Guess, I, I spent way too fucking much money finding the uh, Steven Universe vinyl collection for my girlfriend for like, Valentine's Day, too. And I fucking hate Valentine's Day. But I wanted to make it special because it's our first one, so I got that fucking thing, and I paid like four times as much it's worth. But it's, it's a good spirit record. of the holiday. Why didn't you like Valentine's Day? Because it's bullshit. It's it's invented it's by corporations. So it's all bullshit, Blaine. Yeah. Your yeah. birthday? Bullshit. Yeah, that, that's what I've been saying for years. That's fine. Blaine's birthday is bullshit. <laughs> 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 no, like, I mean, I don't know. Christmas 
there's like a sense of tradition or, or, or you know, Hanukkah, if that's your thing, like there's years, generations that, that, that people have been celebrating that. Like Valentine's, I don't feel like became it's not old prominent enough. until like. When did Valentine's Day really pick up? That's what I'm, I'm curious yeah. now. When was St. Valentine? When can we start saying va a Valentine's Day of old? We've really gotten away from the roots <laughs> of this tradition. Christ nice. I, 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 when Christmas invented? Huh? Christmas invented? Yeah. Year, year zero. Zero one. They didn't, they one, didn't start sorry. celebrating it at year one. Though. Around the year 336, I had the I had to look it up. Also, I was for Christmas. Was yeah. it some like pagan shit? Is that when Hallmark started yeah, it was as well? Rome started celebrating in 336. So they didn't celebrate Jesus it while it was knocking about. It did not become a major Christian, Christian festival until the ninth century. Mm. Till the ninth. Okay. Wonder <laughs> if they were all just kind of bummed that year. They're like, nothing's really going on. Let's get something going. It's the one thing that makes like December in. The winter. Well, the and the Lexus December. Wait, the ninth century? <laughs> that too, we can't forget. You just said 300. 300 is when it started. The ninth century is when it became prominent. Uh, a, a prominent Christian festival. Bro, that's when, that's when Northman <laughs> takes place. The Around earliest the surviving Valentines in English appear to be uh, written in 1477. 1477? Yes. By the card companies. Yeah. <laughs> By Marjorie Bruce to her future husband, John Paston. I would go back in Quote, time and My right well-beloved Valentine. No, nah, I'd kill her. And then I'd make a stop in the 19-teens. <laughs> Valentine's Day is Taylor. mentioned ruefully by Ophelia in William Shakespeare's Hamlet from the year 1600. I'm just adding a, a, a historic hit list. Of people I would time travel back in time. Hey, kill off. a fictional character from Hamlet? Is, is Shakespeare on, on that? No, but Shakespeare is. Shakespeare's huh? gone. You'd knock out Shakespeare? No, I wouldn't. The room full of men who collectively are known as Shakespeare. Like the Banksy ah. of uh, the 1600s. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I blow your mind? What did you say? The Banksy of the 1600s. Oh, he, wow, yeah. Interesting. Wait, so do we know who Banksy is? Is he the face? I thought okay. it was the guy from Massive Attack. What? No, it's me. Is it you? Are you Banksy? I'm Banksy. Can you make me some money? Gus pulls the set down. It's like a spray-painted child on the wall behind us. Oh. My greatest work of art. <laughs> the, the company I... Four, about. 14 years of podcasting. The RT I'm podcast not, is one big Banksy project. I'll now sell it to Elon Musk for $41 billion. Isn't he based out of, like, England? No, he's out of Austin. He moved here. <laughs> <laughs> Throw yeah. my coffee mug at your head. Yeah, Banksy's English, I think. Yeah. Because this is where most of his shit is, I think. I, can you imagine, like, what a jackpot it must be for your, you know, shitty, failing cafe on the corner of some wow. asshole wow. town suddenly has a Banksy, and then you get to fucking excavate that wall and then, like, sell it for whatever? Like, doesn't that, isn't that how that works? Or you can appreciate the art forever. Yeah. But it's not going to... You live in Austin, where all of our great art is constantly painted over by jackasses. Isn't that kind of the point of street art? Are you trying to like to like get all? I'm just saying, like if if art is for public consumption on the street, who really owns it? Like if you leave it there, is it not fair game for someone else to put other art? Who is the person who puts more value on one piece of art versus another? I guess what I'm saying though, and I know this is all subjective, is, or object subject subjective, subjective. Yes, is like if I were to spend hours painting the fucking Rooster Teeth logo on this this wall, and then some idiot just scrabbles like mashed potato or some shit you know like <laughs> you know those taggers tagging name, mashed potato <laughs> like you're like fuck you know like it's that's art and then you got like some dipshit writing his little initials i think yeah you're right there's definitely like tears right like we're like just tagging versus mm -hmm. actually making something but in the end it's like if it's on a wall like if it's the original game. piece was also uncommissioned and is just 
graffiti, like what's differentiate graffiti from street art in like the example you're giving? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think effort. I, I don't think there is if really a distinction. If you woke up mm-hmm. after a heavy night of drinking and someone had tattooed twat on your forehead, but it was Banksy, would you be happy or sad? I'd be pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> would you really? I, it's I a would, Banksy, Blade. I would kill him. <laughs> you can't sell your face to somebody afterwards. I guess you could, but no one's going to be like, I'm going to pay $10 to look at Blaine's the, face today. The, the no amount offense. of money to like take that off surgically and then get skin grafts to replace it would like offset the cost of what... You know, like you'd be like, I, think, I would sell it for equal for what the surgery. I would think be. you can make some good money. You just put your head through a hole in an art gallery once a week. I yeah. think you'll make a killing. <laughs> can you imagine my head just like <laughs> sticking out like a moose or whatever? And just that—that that seems like an almost foolproof modern art concept. You've just kind of willed into existence. Yeah, just putting art on your face and putting it through a wall at a modern mm, art gallery. I that hate. I could see that. And, and you could sell art. prints. Like you put your face on a coffee oh, machine yeah. and just like Xerox it. You could make another similar sized hole next to yours, and people could put their face through it, and they could get a picture taken with you. I I like right now the set is warm and un- air conditioned, and I'm feeling sweaty. This is the exact feeling I have whenever I walk through a modern art museum. Modern art pisses me off so bad. <laughs> I've only been like like you know when like art strikes you and you're just like in awe of something. That's mm-hmm. only happened to me with one modern art piece. I think it was in London. Your hometown. I don't know if you're from there. Uh, it was just, just this tower of electronics, and as you moved around it, like you could hear different like wavelengths, and it had like radios and all uh-huh. these things. It was the most beautiful thing. But uh, other than that, I was just like, "This fucking sucks. This, why did I waste my fucking ten dollars? Fucking this fucking sucks. <laughs> Modern art sucks." <laughs> but you really liked One Piece. Yeah. That wasn't worth the ten dollars. Ten quid. Ten quid. Like, God. You and me in the same money wavelength. No, because <laughs> right before I went in, there was a place that had high help Yelp reviews. And it was like, this is a great place if you're stopping by the museum. And it was a tourist trap. <laughs> and mm. they, they took like a lot of money from me because they were like, oh, yeah, it's for tip or whatever. And I was like, you guys don't do that here. <laughs> I don't know. I like, got into a fight with the guy and he was just like, yeah, it was just it was shitty. It's, it's like Chef Boyardee. Uh, yeah. This episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. If you've got a small business, inflation isn't doing you any favors right now. It's harder than ever to stay profitable. If you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great place to start. Simply use Stamps.com to mail and ship. Get access to exclusive discounts and great rates on shipping from USPS and UPS. It's an easy way to keep more money in your pocket. Stamps.com has really made the world of mailing easier than ever. I can get back to the fun stuff I want to do. I've been talking about them for a long time now. They're really that good. Got a printer? Print some stamps. Why don't, why don't you print some stamps? Put some stamps, get some stamps from the printer. It's easy. You don't have to go anywhere. Get stamps at home. No matter what business you're in, stamps.com can help you save on shipping. Whether you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop sending your products, or a warehouse shipping out truckloads of orders, stamps.com is the mailing and shipping solution for you. Sell for multiple stores? No problem. Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. All you need is a regular computer and a printer. No special supplies or equipment. You'll be up and running in minutes printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Start mailing and shipping with Stamps.com. Keep more money in your pocket every day. Sign up with promo code ROOSTER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page. Enter code ROOSTER. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. Every Plate is America's best value meal kit. While most meal kits come with a premium price tag, Every Plate offers delicious dinners that won't break the bank. Every Plate's quality ingredients come carefully packaged and pre-portioned, helping you save money and reduce food waste like that bag of mixed greens you throw out almost every week. I'm talking to you. 
As a result, every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping, making it the easiest way to eat affordably. For those looking for a quick and satisfying fix, every plate now offers a selection of recipes that come together in just 20 to 25 minutes, as well as easy cleanup options, cheaper and faster. It's a win-win. Uh, I've used every plate. I can tell you it's really fast, easy, cheap. Uh, I love being able to, to cook stuff. I get stuff exactly what I need. I can make myself a meal and there's no waste. Nothing to, you're done. You're like, I'm not I'm never going to use this. Throw this away. No, no, no waste. It's exactly what you need. Make a delicious meal. You eat it. Uh, so if you're looking for a new meal kit, look no further than every plate. They're America's best value. Uh, try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com, entering code rooster179. That's rooster179 when you go to everyplate.com. R-O-O-S-T-E-R-179. That's the important part. I got to spell it for you. Uh, thanks, every plate. Eat up. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast brought to you by DoorDash. You've got back-to-back meetings, errands to run, chores to take care of. What's the secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, everything you need on your grocery list, all delivered. DoorDash is easy to use. That's pretty much everything I need to get me what I need when I'm on the go. If I'm in a pinch or my tummy's rumbling, i got DoorDash on my side. Uh, they get what you want to eat right now, right to your door. Along with the restaurants you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash, drinks, snacks, other household items in under an hour. Craving late night ice cream? Forget one key ingredient for dinner or maybe just need to stock up for the week? It's all easy to use. It's right there in the app. Uh, with over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. Ordering's easy. Your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. Uh, I like that. Uh, for a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on the first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code ROOSTER. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. We talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast. We see that art installation that's like that robotic arm that leaks hydraulic fluid. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it, it recollects well, the hydraulic like fluid. Right. And like when they first installed it, the leak wasn't that bad. So it had time to do like a happy dance. But then as the years went on, the leak got worse and worse. So it had no time mm-hmm. other than to like frenetically try to replace its hydraulic fluid until eventually the leak overwhelmed it and it seized up and stopped working. They that's- had like a timeline to it. Yeah, it took it took a few years. Hmm. But it's not really doing that though. That's what I'm saying. Is it pre-programmed or was cool, it like yeah. autonomous? I'm sure it was just on a timer. They were just like it's eventually. It's, I bet they just we, we can roughly estimate when it's going to fail based on how much it's. You probably could do that math. But I think that was the whole point of it. Yeah, hmm. I, I don't know how like what level of autonomy it had. Probably just like was programmed to sweep the floor. Did it even ha- use was hydraulic fluid? Squeegee. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? What if it's Gavin not hydraulic? Think, Gavin and Blaine think it's all it was, set up. We yeah, think, I think it is. Yeah. I feel like it is. We're all buying into the Hallmark bullshit that was hydraulic arm. <laughs> let's, let's take, what about the hydraulic days of yore? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back in my day, hydraulic arms died of their own accord. <laughs> On their own timeline. <laughs> I one time stayed at the, I think it was the Yotel in New York City. and they Oh, had, that's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Because they have in the front this big display, and it's a robotic arm thing. You stick your piece of luggage in, and then it just goes, and then it, like sticks it in a cubby for you. And everyone's like taking video. Wow, oh, wow, wow! It's just the stupidest shit. Then you get in your room, and it's so tiny, and the bed is like a couch that folds out, and then crushes all your shit against the wall, yep. and there's no room to move. Yep. I've walked past that place. Like when we went, when we did New York Comic Con, the Yotel is kind of by the Javits Center, or there's one by the Javits Center, I think. Right. I would walk. I would walk by it. 
That'll be six hundred dollars, please. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I remember staying in New York City for the first time on my own in college, and thinking the four hundred dollars that I had spent on like a Holiday Inn room was going to be well worth it, and then it was the smallest room I've ever been in my life. I was like, this money goes nowhere here. Apparently, I, I get it now. The, the first time we had an event in London, this would have been back like in two thousand four, I think. Uh-huh. Um, like a few, it's when you and I met for the first time. Oh, October oh four. Um, like we, I, I was trying to book a hotel for us to stay somewhere convenient in London. I'd never been. This is my first trip to London. I'd never been there before. It's like I don't know. I found like a Marriott, and it was like eight hundred bucks a night or something. I was like, and everything was super expensive. Like what the fuck? Eight hundred bucks for a Marriott? Like this is fucking ridiculous. Like this better be the nicest hotel in the world when I get there. Mm-hmm. And get to the land in Heathrow. Tell the cab driver where we're going, and he drives us there. And it's like. You see this hotel in every film that's ever set in London. It's the one that's like right at the base of the London Eye, right across from Big Ben and Parliament. You're like, oh, uh, <laughs> that's why. That's why this is eight hundred bucks a night. <laughs> what, it's a it's a Marriott, but it's like an old looks like an old castle. The Marriott. Yeah, it's like oh, I've I've never been in London, but I have seen this building a thousand times in. Everything that's ever filmed in London. You forgot to map quest how close your Marriott was <laughs> to the London Eye. Yeah, I remember uh, messaging Jason on the website. And he was like, yeah, I'm all up by Big Ben and shit. And he was like literally yeah. right up there. Yeah, like you opened the window. like, oh, it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get mad because it's so loud. You're like, oh, Big Ben's waking me up again. We had a, we did the uh, Face Jam live show in Chicago. And I flew out there with the, the docuseries that I was working on. And uh, they put us in a really, really nice hotel. Um, Who's they? Uh, events. They booked all oh. our travel and stuff. And I was like, dang, guys, this is like, we're pulling out all the bells and whistles. And I <laughs> came to find out that it's because the hotel had a partnership with the venue that we were staying at. And mm-hmm. we got the hotel room for like a quarter of the cost. Mm. Still very grateful, but I was definitely like, I felt really Tarnished like, it a little I bit. I felt posh and like <clears throat> really like overly cared for because no one's ever given I, me a nice hotel room. I'd be willing to bet that you two have stayed in v- very nice places. Like what's the bougiest setup you've ever had? Like, would you say yours was the Marriott in London? No. That's one of the most expensive, but I've definitely been in bougier places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the bougiest place I've ever been. The Okay, the... I, I feel like it's bragging, though. But I'm asking. I'm asking you to brag. You're not, you're not going to be an asshole. You, you're an asshole because you support Elon Musk. Uh, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking because I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Like, mine was... Uh, Intercontinental in uh, it was either Sydney or whatever, uh, Melbourne. And I was like, this is the fucking nicest hotel I've ever stayed yeah. at before. The nicest hotel I've probably ever stayed at is the Park Hyatt in Seoul. Uh, it's in Gangnam. And it's like you open up the wind. Like, first of all, the bathroom has like this raw rock wall mm-hmm. that was just like beautiful. Uh, and then you like open up the windows <laughs> and it's, it's like the super iconic intersection in Seoul with like all these people walking around and like these... It's right across from the Coex Mall and like this weird, like super futuristic billboards, like the kind of billboards that look like they're coming out Ooh, at you in the 3D Blade style. Shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like obviously you have to be standing from a certain angle. Right. Like really from any other angle, it doesn't, doesn't do that. But it's like, oh man, like that was like super cool and like awesome. Like it was just, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah, I went to the... What was the lower third? I missed it. I see chat talking about it. Yeah. Something Tesla. <laughs> the Tesla thing. Ugh. I went to the Park Hyatt in Tokyo. Which was pretty nice. I went with a. It was. I mean, I was sharing a room with Bernie 
because we, we just had, <laughs> we had like one night where we had to be there. But. So you do need to depreciate your value of this fifty percent. <laughs> but it was it was like it was a really nice hotel. The lobby's like on floor pretty low down, and then the lift is just like it goes from like four to like thirty eight or something. It's just like a big long travel. But you sit down, and it's it's like you're buying a house together when you check in. Yeah. It's like a little Ooh. desk, and I, I've it was been really cool. I've been to that hotel too, and. <clears throat> I ran into someone who recognized me on the first floor. It was also staying in the same hotel. Damn. It was like the weirdest coincidence because it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like a very low traffic place. It's like, it's an office building for like the first 35 floors. Yeah. And then the hotel starts like on floor 36. Got some sick views. Yeah. It's like if you've ever watched Lost in Translation, like that's the hotel where they filmed in, like the bar that they hang out in. Oh, that's cool. Like the lounge singer and all of that stuff. It's like you go, there, it's like, oh, like I've seen this in that movie. It, it just, it's just cool to see like a real... The real version of what am I saying? The set where they filmed something. We had a really nice hotel when they put us up in uh, for RTX London. It was nice in my opinion, by my standards. Uh, it was like on the Isle of Dogs, and I remember I went, I went in to the bathroom and I was like, there was this like red thing hanging from the ceiling, and I didn't know what it was, and I just happened to like pull it or I put clothes on it and it was like an emergency cord for oh. if an old person fell <laughs> and I was and it started like as soon as I pulled it I didn't know what I had done and all these red lights started flashing and then I heard like someone sprinting down the hall they were like, are you okay and I was like I don't know what that thing did but I'm sorry can you reset it that's how that guy work out every day <laughs> He's just sprinting for times. old people yeah oh that was it someone saying that the you go up and then the lobbies on like yeah. the third yeah I was trying to think of my answer to this because I, I feel like I've been in a lot of nice hotels. I have been in a lot of nice hotels mm -hmm. always to film there. And then I have to get in a shuttle bus and like go back to our, <laughs> our Hotel <holiday>. 6. <laughs> Over, I've been like been out in L.A. and stuff and we've filmed stuff in hotel lobbies uh -huh. that are incredible. Like exactly what you'd see in a big blockbuster movie. And they'd be like, all right, everyone back to your $75 a night red roof in. <laughs> like enjoy your bed bugs, maggots. <laughs> I like to think that the person who sprinted down the hall, like, it's someone who works and they just sit, in, they just stand in yeah. a closet all day waiting for someone to pull it. <laughs> and it's like, then the door bursts open and they go running down the hall to, to save someone. I remember that one too because they, they're like, when you go into a country, they're like, business or pleasure. And for some reason, someone had told me, like, don't tell them business, tell them pleasure. And I was like, all right. And I asked the guy, the guy was like, hey, uh, you know, he's British. He's like, you here for business or pleasure? And I was like, pleasure. And he's like, cool. Oh, you have any friends at the Isle of Dogs? And I was like, no, my company put me there. He's like, I thought you were here for pleasure. And I was like, and I was like trying to get into the country. Like, what have I done? My company need told me I needed to like take a chill pill. And out for the weekend. I was like, I don't know. my company booked it, but I, I, I you know, it's <laughs> just shit my pants right right on the spot. Smooth. Border people Smooth. are scary. Yeah. They can they can deny you entry into the country. Yeah. Like they're the final arbiter on that. Yeah, I'm glad I'm done with my visa because at the end of the day it was like the just the discretion of the single person who I spoke to every time. Uh -huh. I was like, that guy just doesn't like me. He can just tell me to be like pissed off back home. I had a friend come and stay with me who he was telling me on his on his way out, he's like, Yeah, I'm having a lot of trouble getting through security because my ID's kind of messed up. And he he got to Austin. He managed to get through it. And he showed me his driver's license. His entire picture completely faded out. You cannot see who he is. How does that the, happen? The ID is expired by several months, and it can't be scanned because the back of it's faded. It's completely useless it's, piece of plastic. That must be a shitty wallet that he oh, has. Oh, I, I think so. But also, they let him through. with, or He had like... It was, it was a domestic flight. Yeah. 
But he had his insurance card that didn't have a picture; just had his name on it. <laughs> like, I, I've flown without ID. Yeah, really? yeah. But they just, gave you a really hard time, probably. Right? Yeah, I had like all this secondary screening, and there was some other way to verify who I was hmm. somehow. Don't remember what. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It was really annoying. Haven't lived through that nightmare, but goddamn, if you're ever like across border, you're out of country or whatever. Like, what? Uh, I guess I shouldn't ask. This is kind of a private thing, but do you, you have that paranoia with your passport? You know, while you're out of country, you're like. <laughs> like you just yeah. constantly and, you like, know, I've never worried about that. I, I you stress dreams. <laughs> never worry about it. It's like, whatever. It's fine. The, to me, my passport is a comfort thing on an yeah. international flight because mm. it's it's all you need, really. Mm. Like, if, if I'm like, oh, no, I'm forgetting something, I just sometimes I'm just like, but all I really need is this. Yeah. Yeah. And everything yeah. else I can just replace. I feel like I, with me, it's because I'm a creature of habit and my passport's always like in the same pocket, in the same place. It's like, I know it's there. I only take it out to show it at the border and then like, boom, right back in the same place. Like, there's no chance it's anywhere else. Mm. Like, it's there right now? Yeah. It's absolutely there. It what? never moves. Huh. Huh. Yeah. I, I had... Go ahead. I, was, I, I, like, keep mine in a specific <clears throat> spot in my house that I know where it is because, like, that way, if I'm leaving the country, there's a whole ceremony around... I need to acquire the passport, and I'll like you like make sure I'm going through the motions of I have acquired it. You know, I'm putting it in my pocket before I go to the airport. Because God forbid you should get to the airport, you know your fucking passport. Yeah. What if what I, if Hester's like cleaning I, out your bag one I, day? And she it falls I think out. it's not as big a deal for me because it's just because of the way I grew up. I grew up on the border, uh -huh. and at the time I grew up, you didn't need to show it crossing the border. Mm -hmm. Like I used to go to Mexico all the time and back to the U.S. <clears> and it's like I never needed it. The times are different though. You're right. It's just like, but I spent years doing that. Like, as a teenager, as a young adult, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Mexico, do whatever, walk back, not a big deal. So it's like, it does, it doesn't strike me as like, oh my god, what a nightmare if I lose this. Mm. I didn't have any when I first moved here. My passport was my only ID, so I had it on me all the time. I'd that like sucks. take it to bars. It was in my pocket. It got all like completely knackered. What do you What do you do now? If you know what I'm asking. I have a green card. Oh, oh, but that's just as scary, right? Like well, technically, is it in a system they can like look up at least or something? My green card? Yeah. Because yeah. like if I lose my ID and say I got pulled over, I'm pretty sure they can just type, find me in the system. Yeah, yeah. I'm idiots. sure. I'm sure it's like they a find me thing. But I think technically I'm supposed to have my green card on me. Gotcha. At all times. Where is it? Yeah. Present it now. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got them, boys. Move in. This is it. We've been yeah. <laughs> we've been setting them up. Yeah. Oh, you do have it. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. I had um, that scary moment a uh, couple, what, two months ago, we flew out to L.A. to do the, the Funhouse live show. Mm -hmm. And on the drive there, I was like, what would I do if I lost my wallet and everything on one of these work trips? I guess I'd just like use a company card or something like that. Thought nothing else of it. Get to LAX. And mind you, I flew through the airport with two huge Pelicans with loaded with camera gear. I'd like... 100k worth of camera gear so i'm freaking out about that the whole time standing at baggage claim waiting for my bag to, to come through i touch my left wallet pocket where my wallet always is and it's empty and then i hear at the exact same moment over the intercom cameron pester please return to the delta counter or oh. something like that and i my heart rate must have tripled in that moment it was terrible had someone, I'm totally imagine. fine. I left it on the airplane like an idiot, but uh, fuck. It was, some good citizen returned it then yeah i almost freaked out though. i did freak out I was about to be like, well, I guess I live in L.A. now because <laughs> I don't have a job. I live in L.A. This, these cameras are my only friends. These, those cameras in Craigslist. Yes. Someone hire me. Ignore the rooster teeth labels on all these cameras. <laughs> Give me work.
Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've never, I guess I've never been through that. I've never lost an ID on a trip. I lost, I've talked about this before. I lost my ID once the night before a flight, but that was like pre-2000, pre-September 11th. Was like, that when yeah. it fell down the lift? No. Oh, no, that's a different story. Oh. <laughs> this was, it was like the day after my birthday. It was my 22nd birthday. I went out downtown Austin, got really drunk, had to fly for work the next morning, and then realized Good when start. I got to the airport, I left my ID at a bar. Mm. But it was like, since it was before September 11th, you're like, hey, it's me. <laughs> I'm supposed to be on the plane. Can you let me on? They're like, yeah, come on, the guy's come like, on you, over. Oh, it's like you. Like, on the yeah, plane. Yeah, yeah. 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 D- different times. <laughs> it's that paper. It's from the movie Benchwarmers. It's just a piece of paper with I am 11 on it or something, <laughs> and a $20 bill. Me, I'm Gus. Sure. Just let me on. I'm, I'm, supposed to be, I'm supposed to be on there. It's so funny how travel is so different. I remember when I came over here for a summer, I was like flying to different cities to set up booths and stuff. And you gave me a phone that must have cost like 20 bucks. <laughs> it's like this big, yeah, like an old like T9 phone. I lost the charger like two weeks into my three month trip and it lasted the entire trip. Holy I just shit. used to like turn it off. And w- w- when I wasn't using it, I would turn it on and use it for a bit if I needed to cool gas. So yeah. like, hey, where's it? It lasted like three months before, <laughs> and then it died. But it didn't have a screen or anything, right? It's like it just. Well, I had a screen. <laughs> yeah, I had a screen, but it was like it wasn't a smartphone or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was just like a completely different time where it's like now a phone will die in a day. Do you think it's yeah. still charged somewhere? It might be. Yeah. I don't know what I did with that. I probably gave it back. The half life of this phone is five hundred million <laughs> years or something. Would you ever consider going back to a, a dumb phone like a Nokia, no. or did you just you just tied your? Well, the th- I don't use the phone bit. It's the camera bit. What's everything else? Yeah, just the texty. Well, like yeah. if it's still if it's still had texting and calling capabilities, could you go back to dumb phone? No. Sure. No. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday, slight tangent, slightly related. We went and got popsicles right at this popsicle truck over That's by right. us. And uh, I was waiting for <laughs> you to get popsicles. There's, There's, okay, well, Cameron and I are neighbors, and we go, we do <laughs> this, this, this truck pulled up to, yeah, there's anyway, we go and get popsicles <laughs> and we had this whole, this whole thing planned for the day. And it's like 10 minutes past when we were supposed to go meet up. And, and my fiance Cedar was like, just call Blaine and see where he is. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to call him. Are you, are you crazy? Oh, it makes me uncomfortable. She, <laughs> she was like, why wouldn't you just call him? I'm like that. I would hate that. He would hate me. We would never talk again afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the last person I know that I've called? On purpose. If you get a yeah. call from someone without a text, being like, hey, can oh, I call I, you? It's it, like, emergency. someone's died. Yeah. yeah someone's yeah, yeah. dead. I accidentally called my brother the, like a, a week ago, and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've known you my entire life. I'm really sorry about this. I'll, I'll hang up now. Like John called me on Gross. April 7th. Did you assume? Uh, well, he... Why? Yeah. If he called me, I think I'm getting fired. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm April seventh. What were we doing? Oh, I think I was trying to get a hold of him because we were in the process of moving from the other place to here, mm-hmm. and I was like taking some boxes. That's probably what that was. Sometimes I'll have like minor work emergencies, and I'll call <clears throat> John, and I like I know for a fact John. Well, John's got two phones. He does. I'm pretty sure he's a drug dealer because one of those is a burner. <laughs> but like we'll be in a recording and then like one of his two or three phones will go off. He's just like <laughs> he's got a tablet that's a not a kind of a small one and then a big phone and then like a what normal size phone. So I don't know, but uh how, how big is the smallest phone? They're all big. Still it's bigger Why? than my iPhone. Why does he have two phones? Uh 
Well, he, he has like his personal one that's his, but then he has a separate one for filming things and that's logged into social media accounts for work. But that one, I think, was also he had gotten it through like some deal. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Because uh, you can put two sims in the same phone. I think his personal phone is older and the newer phone has like a better camera and stuff. Personal phone also has. No, he plays Pokemon Go on both of them. But then I think he has <laughs> one Prime account that he trades the Pokemon onto that one. I There's some reason. I don't know. Okay. It's weird. Uh, anyways, I still have like that. I have the time. Did you lose your phone? I what are you doing? Fucking are you lost okay? oh, there it is. Oh, no. This is my ass. I have the uh, the little baby iPhone. I like I I'm going backwards. I don't like big phones. I want the small ones. So I'm I, like, this is the small it's the iPod. I think people didn't like those. Mini. What? The minis. You just call it an iPod? iPhone 12 mini. Why, why would no one like this? is great. I think like they had to cut their production, and I think they're not going to make them anymore. Motherfucker! Th this is... Yeah, like nobody bought yeah. them. Now they're three Son times as big. I don't want a big phone. I like See, small. I always wanted... I never wanted the Max version of phones until I held your Max. Like, two years ago, like when they first came out the Max, you bought one. I was like, these seem stupid. And I held it, and I was like... That's, and it when I held yours, it clicked to me. It's like, oh, I have big hands. And I was like, this is the phone for me. <laughs> I never knew it yeah. until I held it. I was like, oh, I like him just for, this phone fits. I don't particularly like using a big phone, but for watch, I watch so much stuff on my phone that it's just, it might as well be the biggest screen for a phone mm -hmm. that I can get. God I, damn it. I made, uh, you know, um, for some reason, the pockets on men's pants are much bigger than the pockets that they, uh, they make on women's pants. And the other day, I have like an iPad mini. And uh, <laughs> I was I was walking around my house, and uh, I turned to Esther and I said, "Hey, watch this!" And I took the iPad Mini and just put it straight <laughs> into my blue jeans pockets, and it fit just fine. And she's like, "What the fuck? How can you fit an entire iPad in there?" <laughs> it's just uh, we did a the TikTok iPad about Mini's that. No yeah. joke. It's like it's bigger than that. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it went just straight in. I love I love the confidence of you walking around with that, and the first wall you bump into just shatters. <laughs> Glass in your thigh. It was worth it. So convenient. <laughs> I wish tech lasted so much longer. Like a, I feel like a current phone. If you use it for a year, the battery doesn't last a day. You know, we use such a pain to yeah. replace. M mine's it's what five, and it's already at eight percent. Like it's barely holding eight? on. Eight percent. Wow. We shoot almost every single STF social video on my phone, and. I don't know. This is. I think that scientists need to work test this phone because it has not like slowed down a beat. Really? And I mean, we have put like thousands of gigs of video onto that thing and dumped it off and put it back on. It's a, it's a good little workhorse. So How I completely disagree with you guys, and I think that tech is great right now. Really? No, no. It's you can go everything to your settings else is, and check your battery health. This is this is like my my hippy dippy rant. I feel like humans 82%. should only have had one car. Like you get a lot of a car. And then you get to upgrade and change that car, but that's just your one car. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like so much, like you ever just look around and see how many fucking cars but there are? Cars don't last. Eventually it gets to a point where it costs more to maintain the car than to get a new one. Yeah, no, but like you just, it's, it's interchangeable parts because it's all one car. So then if it's something so breaks only, in it, you mm -hmm. just swap what? One car on the market. The Jeep one model car on for the everything. Blaine wants everyone driving Blaine Gibson Jeeps. communist. Yeah. No, no, it would work, and it would cause a lot less waste. I that love cause now. Uh, what kind of car would it be? It would be a Jeep, obviously. It'd be a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow, what a crazy, weird, that's huh? shocking. No, 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 it would be something like I don't know, fucking Ford Focus. I don't know the base model, and it would look real. It would look real simple and blocky. Oh, like the ID Buzz. <laughs> sure. 
but bigger. Everyone gets an ID buzz. But you get an ID buzz. But then you get to make it bigger. You get to change it. Like they they came out with a phone concept not long ago where they're like, you make your own phone and then you just you add in RAM as as technology. Who who made that? Some like startup company. Mm -hmm. Would you buy a car? Would you buy a Jeep if they decided you shouldn't open the car up? What does that mean? Well, like this car is. Like a, I think it's like an electric Mercedes or something, where uh-huh. it's like the user d- can't open it. User can't like open repair it. it? There's like no, right. you can't open the truck. Oh, I mean, the, uh, that's like true of like electric cars. You, you can't service those yourself. Really, I mean, there's like minor service you can do. You can put like, the w- the windshield washer fluid in. Yeah, you can do like the tiny little things, but like if your motor starts going in an electric car, don't play with it because you'll kill yourself. Yeah, you know? I don't care. But just the idea of like the people who make it, even though you bought it, saying yeah. don't open it. Well, it it's like. Isn't that, in right itself. to repair, isn't that the yeah yeah the right expression? But I own I own like a, you know I remember being a kid and owning a PlayStation Two and be like I could clean out the fan, but I will break the void or, or void void. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I would void the warranty. Yeah, I got there. Thank you, writer director Blaine Gibson. Uh, and that I mean that's the same thing, right? You just void the warranty. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's I think, them. Slightly. I think there's like a lot of stuff in place now that like. Is more of a deterrent, deterrent to open it. Like it'll break the thing if right. you open it. One way like break it through software. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I'm looking at half the time. There, I think there was because I was looking through some. I, I like looking at what everyone's annoyed about when it comes to right to repair. Because I feel like if you own the thing, you should do what the hell you want. If I want to saw it in half, let me do it. Mm-hmm. But there's like a right there was, to destroy. Right to destroy. Mm-hmm. There, I think there was a printer or something or a brand like a type of printer where if the ink got low. Or empty. Oh, it just wouldn't let you print. The right? scanner doesn't work. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like the, the just through thing. software. It's like, well, you got you got to replace the ink before you do anything else. It's like, but I want to scan though. Or there's also the ones where like if your color ink runs out, it won't let you print black and white. Oh, all yeah. that shit. All like, that I don't shit. Need it's like, that. <laughs> we need to be able to have backups in our stuff. We need to be like, oh, you know, this doesn't work. Well, at least I can do this with it. And it's and you never know what you're going to come or up against you, in software. Eventually, down the road, when they stop making. Ink for that printer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's not even a scanner anymore. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't even do that. We gotta keep we gotta have dumb again. Can you <laughs> open up your little ink cartridges, put some like water in them or something like that, and be like, see, it's all fine, work now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, how I does it know it's empty? It's like putting water in your radiator or something. It'll work for now. Blaine, I like I I love that you like repairing your Jeep and you like talking about repairing your Jeep. Mm-hmm. And Every time you repair something on your Jeep, it starts, there's there's always, like, say you have to replace the bumper, there's two repair stories. There's the first time you tried to do it, and it all went wrong, like the lock, right, on your door. What and do you the, mean? The, I feel like the first time you try to repair it, you're like, I learned a lot, and then it worked the second time. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just, the, it's the duality of Blaine, I guess, where it feels like, uh, it's like getting into woodworking to make your own table, you end up spending three times as yeah. much and twice as long. Yeah, but I, like I walk away with the knowledge of knowing how to like I could fix and replace the the tum- like the down to the tumblers and all that stuff. Like I know tumblers. exactly what is happening when my key enters into both the ignition and the door lock. Yeah, and, not, it, and it makes say. me it makes me happy and it also like helps me like in the future, like if someone else has that problem, I'm there mm-hmm. and I can be like, oh. True. Let me let me fix I've, that for you. I've I've recently I don't know why I've recently gotten into like making beans at home. Beans? Yeah, beans. beans. Like growing them or no, like cooking them. And like that's whenever just, I cook, that's just cooking. Right, whenever I cook, but okay. like it takes a long time. Like beans take forever. And whenever how, I cook beans, so I'm sorry. What part of the bean phase? The cooking? Are you drying beans out and then 
like have you ever cooked dried beans it takes like 11 hours so you're saying oh, like okay, like you okay, get okay. like the dried beans in the bag like with right. rice God. oh have, I, have you ever dug a hole and cooked them in there no have you yes why why <laughs> um and, and i i, I it, it, it's a similar thing where like it ends up costing way more like yeah this like i can buy beans at a restaurant for like 99 cents for a pint of it or whatever. It's like, no, I'm going to spend like five bucks making. Mm. Uh, Why is everyone willing to go the extra mile on beans? Because it's just like you make it exactly how you want. All, all the right taste. How do you, how, but I do had, you want your beans so specific? I had a realization okay. when I was making beans the other day. Like when I, when I bought a bag of beans for the first time and uh, like I was, I was washing them. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I used to make beans all the time. Like it was something I did with as a little boy. Like my grandmother would have me like wash the beans, and I would go through them and look for rocks uh, to like take out the rocks because she would buy them in uh, in bulk. And then she told me when I was a little kid, like any of the broken beans, you have to throw them away because they're poisonous. So like I'm rinsing the beans, and I'm like going through like I got to take all these broken beans out because they're oh my god, my grandmother was just giving me busy work, wasn't she? <laughs> oh, I was like, broken beans aren't poisonous. As a kid, she you're was like, just having me do that to keep me busy and to make sure I was pulling the rocks out. As a kid, you're like, yeah, this bean had so much arsenic in it, it burst in two. I have to get rid of it. Did it's you? like, how much shit like that have you That's gone through terrible. as a child and you don't realize it? Like, some adult told you something and you took it so seriously <laughs> and you haven't thought about it in decades. Did you just pay it forward? You're like, hey, Esther, can you get all the poisonous beans? Yeah. Out? Well, Esther was like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm taking, that's what happens. I'm taking all the broken pieces out because they're poisoned. They're not poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I like there's a lot to do with like masturbation was one of them. Where there's a bunch of like fake shit to stop you from masturbating. And then I think also my mom didn't want me to eat because she caught me eating on the toilet one time. And she, <laughs> uh, the poop particles in the air. I got to be careful, right? I don't know. She just didn't like it. I mean, I would be very concerned. But can, I guess. Gus, can you share your bean recipe? Uh, I'm still working on it. I will as soon as it's as soon as it's he's, perfected. He's looking for the perfect tone when he farts. It's just got to be like it's just. Blaine, when you were eating on the toilet, did it feel like well, this is all there is? Like this is life. Like this is it's just in and out. That's like, in and out. That's yeah. the food chain right there. Did you try and file one out for every bite you took? So it was like straight down. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, finished editing the beanhole video today. Oh! Full the full beanhole. <laughs> what is the what's the beanhole video? We, uh, Jeff and I, uh... Is it fuckface? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Buried some beans a couple of weeks ago. Okay. What? Wasn't, Almost? Wasn't great. Well, okay. Okay. Uh, huh. <laughs> Believe so, it or not, I, I, I have trouble believing that it didn't do, go great just burying beans, huh? They weren't just loose beans and dirt. We had, like, a pot and... Okay. Yeah. It was so close. Eric had some beans. Oh, this I This close to greatness. It really... You had, we had some almost well-cooked beans... Gavin had like seconds. Emily's huh. dad had like four helpings of these undercooked <laughs> wow. beans. They were edible. Be beans need a lot of water and a lot of salt. Is what I've discovered in mm. my uh, in my brief foray into bean making. Maybe we should have consulted you when it when we did the bean hole. Like it was weird how much shit I remembered from being a little kid helping my grandmother make beans, like the poisonous beans. Yeah. I was like, oh, I actually know how to do this. Mm. <laughs> like getting all the shit I needed, putting it all together. I was like. I can I can do this. It's actually really easy. It just takes a long time. Mm -hmm. Y'all laughed at me. It takes a fucking long time. I can't wait for guys. I started some beans. beans. <laughs> I started some beans on the slow cooker this morning before I came into work. Are you having beans tonight? They'll be ready when I get home. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. But Esther's like, not again. <laughs> he just Guess what's like for shit. dinner? <laughs> <laughs> this time I put a little more cumin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
Oh, it is kind of warm in here, isn't it? Can you can you make beans and bring them into the office for us? Yeah, wow. love to try your beans. Oh, can That'd we have really a, cool. can a we have bean beans off? next week? We gotta, we shouldn't we need can to make steaks. Have, now listen to us. We're like Gus. Can we have beans? Did we forget to do oh, the yeah. steak off for the last three years? I think we we couldn't because of COVID protocols. But I think why we don't we can have? Now. But that's done now. It's in the past. Yeah. <laughs> why don't we have steak and beans? We have 700 coming up. I just realized Podcast 700's in two weeks. Right before the show started, I was like, oh, shit, this is 698. What was the last steak off? It was in 2019. Yeah. Uh, Was that? It was May 2019. Yeah. Yeah. What was the year where I put a Big Mac in the steak? It was that year. Was that that one? Yeah. It must have been. It's been over three years. It's been over three years since that happened. Wow. Huh. Let's do a steak off. (laughs) Are Are you still the same man that would put a Big Mac in a steak? I put I put someone else in a steak probably. Okay. That's okay. Good. I'll, uh, but I don't want to make steak. What the? F- I'm Be- not. Beans. My steak was lousy. It's about Gus, beans you now. just said let's do steak off. Yeah, but let's get other. He people means to- he wants to eat steak. Oh, That's why no, I don't like the, doing uh, it because okay. it means I'm the gonna make steak. Classic steak off was Gus and Bernie doing it. Gus is still here. Okay. Gus can make a steak. I'm great. Now I just fucking got work for myself. Thanks. I've been, make, I've been trying to make a career <laughs> out of doing as little but work as possible. But you're into beans. You're doing that for fun. Get beans. No, I'm gonna make beans and a steak. All right, forget the steak. Let's just do beans. <laughs> We're doing a bean off. I think we should yeah. do the bean off. 2022 <laughs> episode 700. It's 12 and a half hours long. <laughs> beans. You have to start on Sunday yeah. night. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever go to? Uh, what would your what would the English version of a chili cook off be? Did you guys ever have those? Anything like that? A, a bake off. A bake off. Like the Great oh, British Bake Off, yeah. is that what you're trying uh, to get at? Yeah, sure. Did you ever go to the, those? Like, I, we live in Texas. We had a chili cook-off at chili the office cook-off. right before. It was like the same, like a month before COVID happened. Really? Yeah. You're doing your own cook-off? It was really good. I didn't, I didn't go to that. that. I don't think that was an official food event. Uh, Andre from uh, from Post made like the best vegan chili I've ever had. Shout hmm. out to Andre. Fair Bring play. Yeah, that shit was awesome. I remember, like, distinctly, Anderson Elementary, you just go around, everyone had their crock pots filled with chili, and you just go around and just, like, get a little cup full of beans, and then you judge, oh, this is my favorite beans. Oh, it's like beans in the chili, huh? If yeah. we do... Well, it's, so, it's chili, but I like the one beans. Sorry, Gavin. If we do mm. a bean... Well, you're already talking. There's no need to apologize. If we do a bean off, I'll participate. Okay. What does that mean? Cooking. As in, I'll, get, I'll make it. We but can't. What, like, what do you like? Have you made beans before? No. Okay. So never really made when a you say I'll before. participate, you're just sort of guessing at what it takes to make beans. Spoiler alert: He's gonna get a can of Van Camps and then call it a day. <laughs> I'm gonna put some beans in a Big Mac. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Bean Mac. Enjoy. We'll figure it out. We're figuring it out live. No well, promises. This is gonna be really stuff. what an episode. Okay, we'll figure out the bean off. I think Barbara should make beans too. She's okay. Here, though. We'll ask her. Are we volunteering her for beans? Yeah. Okay. I I don't mean to get like gross, but there is a bean at HEB. It's black beans with jalapeno bits. And those things, I <laughs> remember not being able to sleep because I had the most rancid fucking farts. Like, I remember, like, on the verge of, <laughs> on the verge of tears because I could not sleep because of my own fucking farts. <laughs> and they would not stop coming. I was like... I like the way you started this. There is a bean at H-E-B. Single. There's a can of beans. A type who, of beans. who makes it? Is it an H-E-B brand? Uh, it's not like Goya or anything. I think it is... Yeah, it's, it's either the, the Valley, whatever. Like, it's like one of their own home brands, I'm pretty uh, sure. Why don't we do this? 
you have a couple of cans of them. Uh-huh. We'll put you in a coffin. <laughs> no, we put Gavin back in the coffin. Blaine farts oh, no. into the air is hole. It, is it the H-E-B black beans with lime and jalapeno? Yeah, let me, just, let me see. Do you have the picture? Uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. H-E-B beans? It's going to make me H-E-B shit beans. my pants just looking at it. That's the one. Oh. Bro, I fucking Oh, Because, like, for a while, like a while ago... All I ate every night for dinner, this is when I was like the most ripped I've ever been, was a half pound of ground beef and a can of beans and a can of Rotel. Oh, my God. And it's just like, that's like, that's all I fucking did for dinner. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I, I, it, it <laughs> tore my insides I out. really want to try these beans tonight. Yeah. Those beans? Just pick They're up a can. Tonight? Good luck. Yeah. Sure. Ma- Meg-, <laughs> Meg will break up with you. It's <laughs> fucking bad, dude. They destroyed me, man. Hmm. Interesting. This is gonna be the, we're gonna call this the bean episode. Yeah. This one's the bean episode. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. All be- about beans now, right? But we're talking about making beans. Well, that's on the making. That's the Why making that- bean episode. Can we do a poll for the chat? Steak or beans? Right now, yeah. Why not? Do a poll in the chat. Steak. Well, or what beans? are the what are the people? Also, want? I mean, they can leave comments to watching this, but can yeah, yeah? Can we get a poll that's steak or beans? Because we don't want to. If they want a, an original steak off, we should do steak. But I'm just saying. I, do you think beans are going to win? I don't think beans are going to win, but maybe not. Maybe we don't do beans, don't but it's maybe kind of we put it up to the right people. Now. I'm team beans. Yeah. I'm a big bean guy. What can you do with beans? That's like, what I'm asking. In a podcast Gavin, episode, he doesn't know. Yeah. It's what you put. What you put in it? What you put in the beans? <laughs> yeah, it's like a. Su- it's almost like you're making a soup. Yeah, it's like once you, you, what, you drink the beans, it's gonna yeah. soak into the beans. I'm with Gavin. There's like there's a lot that goes into bean making. Yeah, stop being such a beanie weenie. I'm not. Th- listen, I'm yeah. just saying that he doesn't know what goes into beans. That's all. No, he, he has no. He has no idea. He can learn before two weeks. From Is now. that what's going to happen? Oh, no, the poll is up and steak is winning. Oh, Why would winning? you guys want steak over beans? I voted for beans. Uh, nostalgia. I'm big oh, beans. Again. <laughs> There's three votes so far. <laughs> I was like, whoa! I oh, know, it's number one and number two. It's not that there's three votes. Oh, it's not the number of votes. Oh, it just says the back. number. How hard can we influence It's because in chat, if you don't have, if you're like on a phone, you can vote using like pound one or pound so two. So I can vote? Yeah. You go to the chat and type either pound one Hell or pound yeah. two. Hell yeah. Oh, Eric, that's my face. Beans are winning. Eric's been coming over in the mornings to work out with me, and the other day I had to rip a huge toot, and I was nice enough to step out. I think that was a big sign of maturity and respect for you, Eric. I, I stepped out of my own garage. I did notice that. Thank you. Yeah. I've also done the same. I just didn't tell you. Really? Yeah. You stepped out at one point, and I was like, oh, he must be going to throw up or something, and you nope. were just out there just tooting. How do I yep. vote? That's nice. Either, like, pound one or pound two. Pound. Pound two, right? Or pound two is beans. Pound two is beans. In, Let uh, us know in the comments of this also, please, if you want steak or beans. <laughs> I vote. If you would like steak or beans with your podcast. Looks like beans are winning. Beans are winning. What's your favorite type of bean? Red kidney? Black? Black eyed pea? It's got to be, yeah, like a, a kidney bean that gets made into like, uh, pinto, like pinto beans. Like typical, stereotypical, when you think of like Mexican food, beans. Oh, I think of the mushed beans. Refried? Yes. Like a baby. No, no, no. Is that the same refried's bean? Good. Refried's good. Yeah, you essentially take those pinto beans and then refry. You fry them up again. You put you put a bunch of lard in a pan and you mush those beans up. Oh, lard! So, yeah. so they're good for you too. Lard beans, so good. Are they really? No, God no. You okay, just I was a bunch say. of lard in the pan. <laughs> <laughs> they're worse for you than the uh, magic farting beans that you accidentally ate. I've been making uh, uh, beans are dominated. By the way, beans are beans wiping are the floor. Oh, good. So, so you've should. been proven wrong, Eric. Uh, you're you're right. I'm wrong. People want 
beans. These people have gotten steak content on the internet already. You yeah. know what's fresh and new and what the kids want? Gen Z is all about beans. Well, we're going to stay hip. We're going to make bean TikTok. Somebody we got the market Kayla. cornered. See what's up with beans. Yeah, we, I mean, we got a whole bean? bean hole for content. Yeah. Beans are in. Beans are, beans are hot. Beans are hot yet. right now. <laughs> Unless they're in Jeff's Unless, hole. So, yeah, then they're cold. Those are cold, cold beans. And you'll feel the ground, but that's just where the sun is. What is what is a navy bean? Have you ever heard of a navy bean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, like, I, I started making... Uh, Chicken tortilla soup and it calls for navy beans and it's the same thing as like a barbecue bean, but it's like it's not. Is it a big white bean? Yeah. Yeah. What yes. is that? What is that? It's just a white bean. It's yeah. a different kind of bean. What's the name? Navy bean. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> no, he says the navy it. has not been around longer than these beans. I don't think so. They had a name that? before beans. How do you know that? What do you mean? They started calling them navy beans because in the 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 like when the U.S. Navy was feeding their troops, they give no. Them they the navy call beans. it a navy because these beans are found in the Shut ocean. Shut the fuck up! Stop doing this to me! <laughs> Stop doing this to me! You've Why are they called Pokemon <laughs> if the Pokeball was invented after the Mon? No. Why would they be called Pocket Monsters before they could fit in someone's pocket? Good point. Okay, well that's a video game. This is real life. But, but the name Navy Bean is an American term coined because the U.S. Navy has served the beans as a staple to its sailors since the I mid-1800s. I just told you, I don't care. What's the name of the Navy Bean, though? You just repeated the same words back to me, but from what? Well, I don't think we're supposed to name. White pea bean. Haricot. Pearl haricot bean. Boston bean. White pea bean. Pea bean. No, stop calling it Boston, Boston bean. Boston bean doesn't work. These beans were around before Boston. This sucks. What is the biggest <laughs> bean? What? Uh, Mister, I think. <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's Cameron. <laughs> uh, kidney, red kidney. The bean. Oh, it's the it's that bean in Chicago. The big yeah, mirror bean. That one. Yeah. What is that thing called? The one the that bean. Eric stared up into and it sent him to hell. Oh my god! Did you not like being next to that? Oh, it's. Tough. I went in like the middle of it. And we were like taking pictures, and I looked up uh -huh. at like the bottom, and I like. Went to another. It was like taking DMT. Yeah. It was like I just went like somewhere else, and I didn't feel good, and it hurt my eyes. It like I mean, it gave me like chameleon eyes where they went like different directions. It like made me sick. Was it just like the I, the visual like? It's the angle of it, and just uh -huh. standing. It just felt very weird. It's it also felt, it felt like it was gonna like reach out and grab me annihilation style. Cool. Like it. It's super dark underneath it because you're under a big metal object, but you can see the reflection of like the over you know blown out city around. Because it's you. like bouncing yeah. reflection. It's quite, if, if you go watch the, the behind the scenes of the Face Jam live show, you can watch uh, Eric and Michael basically have seizures staring up into the bean. Cool. Yeah, well worth it. I, um, this is not bean related. I, just no. I don't want to talk about it. I don't know if I'm then. ready. I, uh, <laughs> I have like a conspiracy theory. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, 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 do any of you ever go through and check your spam email? Yes. No. How much time do you have? <laughs> Well, it's not about time. It's about how much anxiety you have that you just missed something that got sent to spam. I do. Well, I, I started going through it recently because I realized for some reason, some people would send me calendar invites and like the invite would show up on my calendar, but the actual email notification was going to spam for some reason. Clever. So like I've been trying to be a little more diligent about <clears throat> checking my spam folder and marking stuff not spam. I went through my spam folder the other day and I found an email that looked like a total 100% scam. It was like, you uh, are invited to participate in a class action lawsuit against, you know, whatever, this, mm -hmm. this company. I was like, oh, this is a scam. So, like, I Googled it. I was like, oh, no, this is actually a real lawsuit. And it's like, you know, I, so I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it. Like, I'm not going to click on any links in this email. I Googled it, and it's like, this is the website for the class action lawsuit settlement. I was like, 
oh, that's the website it says in the email, then in the email it's like, this is your claim ID and this is your, you know, whatever, your, your number you need to put in the website. So I, you know, I typed those numbers in to the website I found independently. It was like, and it pulled up all of my information. I was like, that's a, that was a real like, class action lawsuit huh. settlement notification that I bet they intentionally tried to make it look like spam so, so that people wouldn't like. claim it so that's more money for the lawyers in the end. Weird. Oh, so it came from the lawyers? Well, it comes from, like, the settlement company. Yeah. And if the money goes unclaimed, then, it, you know, any money that's left over goes to legal. So then they make it sketch looking Right, so not enough people claim it. So then, well, then if less people claim it, then that means that, like, the people that do claim it, they get more. I'll let you know when I get my money. Did I was going to say, yeah, how you much get are you Well, I haven't, gotten any, I haven't gotten anything. I just, I, this was just last week. I just filled it out. Okay. Guess so. it's like rubbing his hands together. He's like, I beat the system. Then he gets a check for, like, 80 cents. <laughs> uh, right. This is bean money. <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking at his, his, his 10-gallon pot of beans and thinking, this is going right back into you. I'm getting a whole bean, not even split in half this one are, are those normally scams those emails i think a lot of times they are where oh. it's like because it's an easy way to get you to type in information your okay. name birthday sometimes i get like people reaching out to my work like my business private whatever email and they'll be like hey i work for this company you know you have a following do you want to do this kind of shit we'll send you some free stuff yada 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 and i'm like oh okay sure it's it's fun and i get free bullshit uh dps like the department of what we know is Texas Department of Transportation. What is that? T dot. T Yeah. The people who make the roads. No. Text dot. I know. Why do I say? I know what he's talking about. I don't know. Anyways, they're they're like, hey, we're running this campaign. Uh, whoever they are, the, the driving people, <laughs> about uh, yeah, those guys that you know we're trying to stop drinking and driving, and we you know we wanted to to reach out to see if you'd participate. Oh yeah, of course, you know I'd love to and stuff like that. But then like they asked like, hey, uh, you got to send us your driver's license and your address and like all this very personal oh. information. Why? Because apparently, according because I asked and I was like, according to them, they they want to check that I don't have like a like a DUI or you know drinking driving. Anything on like that on my, under my record, you and just that's gave like, them that info. No, they've they've reached out twice, and I feel like every time they ask that point, I, I always like just like I just stop responding. Don't drink and drive. That that's a free one. Texas Department of Transportation DPS. What I just said DPS. What do they mean? You you didn't know what it was. You keep saying Department of Transportation. Do you think Department of Transportation is DPS? What is DPS? Department of Public Safety. Is the DPS? DP, <laughs> there you go. DPS, that one's for free. Don't drink and drive. But yeah, uh, I'm not going to give you my driver's license. Don't drink and drive. That'll be $500. (laughs) You can't, I I won't sell out. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like if if someone contacts you, then just don't give any information. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I get fake information. Like when I saw it, like I went to the website, put the info in, and then it loaded my information. I was like, okay, they already have it. Hmm. They're not like making me type anything in. But yeah, the same thing. Like, wait, fuck, did I send them my information? (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, you know, like when you you like think about something, you're like, wait, did I do the thing that I thought I didn't do? You know, you're like, yeah, here's my driver's license number and my address. You need my social security. What about my mom's maiden name and gotcha. the street I grew up on, just for a good measure? You didn't ask for First it. But here's the name. pin to my debit card as well, just in case. I was I was expecting a call the other day for I don't know for work or something. So I answered I answered my phone because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I never answer my phone. Terrifying. But it was a, a scam call. Like a Indian call center uh, scam call, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but I just thought I was like, ah, oh, you know, I like those scam beta videos, so I just I'll just string him along, waste some time for a bit, just chatting to him, and eventually he knew I was wasting his time because he asked me yeah. for, I think my insurance 
card number. I think it was like a CVS scan. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, you ready? One, two, <laughs> three. I got to like four. And he was like, do you have the card in your hand? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, shove it up your ass. And <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so he was checking that it was in my hand. I love when they get mad because it's like, it's like please, I'm them. trying to scam people. And you're wasting my time. <laughs> I remember once years ago when we were still in the apartment down in Buda. You know, Jeff used to run the store and he was trying to, I don't know what it was specifically. We'll have him on the podcast next week. I'll ask him. He was trying to order something for the store. It was like shirt blanks or something. And uh, he was on the phone with the manufacturers like, yeah, he's trying to place the order. And I could only hear Jeff's part of the conversation. And he was like, yeah, we're a small company. I don't have a PO for you, PO order, like a PO number for you. It's just, I'm just placing the order right now. He's like, no, no, I don't have a PO number for you. It's like, it's, it's just me. I'm just placing the order right now. It's like, I don't have a PO number. Okay, fine. Ready? Seven, three, five, eight. He just went and just like said like this 16-digit long number. He's like, that's the PO number. One. It's just one. Send it to one. I don't care. It's weird when it's like, you don't have that. It's like someone's trying to make you work into their system. It's like, it's ju- it just doesn't fucking exist. Uh. It's so frustrating. Uh, I, I don't think I followed up with them. I'm, I'm checking. And, it, it, and each time it did drop off because I was like, why do you need this? And they're like, because our client wants to check that you are not an irresponsible driver. And then I stopped responding. So they must think that I'm an irresponsible driver. Yeah, then. definitely. So um, how long did it take you to get the card in there? Um, I had to fold it to get mm. it up there. But uh, I got it up there in the end. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, do, I, I, I think those um, like scam baiting videos are entertaining, but I never have. I don't want to do that. I watched. Like, you know, I mean, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't seek it out. But I was like, well, you know, wh- while I'm on the phone, I, I never answer the phone. So I thought, ah. I watched Twice. Jessica Vasami do it in person in a live action <laughs> office once. She full, someone was scam calling her for like the third day in a row, mm. and she so she was just like she started pretending to panic, and she talked to them for a while, and she's like, I- I'm so sorry. My dad is actually a field marshal. He works for the FBI. I'm gonna. Can I bring him into the phone call as well? And the person was like, um. Let me get my supervisor. And they like shut down. Like two minutes later, though, they come back and they're like, my supervisor's on the line. Uh, who did you need to bring into the call? And, and then it ended there. But uh, it was oh. it was about 30 minutes of oh, that's good. That's incredible good. time wasting. <laughs> I don't give them the time of day. I think typically I just yell, fuck off. And then I hang up. I'm so tired of and it. And they're probably like, gladly. I hate my job. So did you just answer a strange number? Typically, I'll just hang up. But if it's like a 512, then mm. I will. And then if they're like, eh, you know, whatever their fucking spiel is, I'll just, yeah. Yeah, usually it's only if I'm expecting the call. Like yeah. if there's a window, like you said. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm expecting a call. I don't know what number it's going to come from. I'll be answering right then. But otherwise, no. The, the new one that I didn't think I'd ever have to deal with that I'm now dealing with, uh, since I bought my house, people are offering to buy my house. Mm. And, and they, they're acting like, it, like the the whole process of buying a house is just fucking realtors always trying to like get your money and it's just really obnoxious and they're just terrible most of the time. I'm not saying all realtors are bad, but yeah, those are the those are the guys that I constantly get the fucking calls from, and they always the best part about it is none of them have said my name right once. Mm. It's Dwayne, it's Blake, it's Brian. It's like, <laughs> do you ever God get this one? Damn. I I get this one. I feel like often enough to where it's a pattern where I'll get a phone call. And they'll leave a message, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, this is so-and-so with whatever asphalt company. We're going to be doing some work in your area. Uh, if you got, you know, we're already going to be out there with a the crew. If you got any work you want us to do, uh, let us know. Give us a call at this number. It's like, 
what? No, fuck off. There's, I know there's no work. None of my neighbors are having anything done. Like, how, how'd you get my number? How do you know where I am? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You're going to drive down the street next week, and there's going to be some guys doing some road repair, and they're like, Gus, hey, we called you. Just yell, did you need <gasps> what? Okay. Did you need a new road in your house? We're going to go knock your mailbox over, so then we have to put another one up for you. The, the best decision I ever made was hanging a no soliciting thing in front of my house, because... That's the neighborhood who's getting, just getting hit constantly. And I'm just like, fuck off. That works? Yeah, see. No, or, or you can just tell, you can also just tell people I rent. Or, and they'll just be like, oh, you have no power here. Gotcha, I'll leave. Mm. It works perfectly every time. They have no idea. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, I don't know. I like talking to those people sometimes. Yeah. Not because not I am ever going to buy their service because I'm cheap and I won't do that. But they're usually like nice people who really hate that they have to bother you. Mm. So if you just like are a little like... But if you have no intention on buying it, yeah, waste their time. You're just wasting their time. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, get, the they get to. Uh, they're probably not making commission, so oh. they're just you know they need to be there for eight hours and check off all the houses. So just tell them you like their shoes, and then you know, <laughs> be, be, like, be like, you got nice shoes. It's really hot out. And then thirty minutes later, how much time like, do you have? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Then oh, you, then they stop showing up at your house after a while, and they probably think you're weird. So. Like Trade whatever off. you do, don't wear your nice shoes to that house. Yeah, that guy never shuts <laughs> up about them. Um, yeah, uh, I hear Eric frantically typing in my. What you typing, Eric? What's, what's going on? Oh yeah, is that coming up? RTX is coming up July first oh. to third. He wrote, "Plug RTX and let's go home." Oh. Uh, <laughs> boom. Go to rtxevent.com. Uh, there's badges on sale now. Uh, while you're there, you can also see we have. Um, very normal podcast tour going on. I don't know if there's any tickets for that <coughs> available at the moment. Do we have oh, tickets on that? Passes, uh, oh, yeah. Our annual pass is, uh, is up there. Uh, I'm going to pull up the information about that because I don't have that off the top of my head. Uh, its annual pass is May 19th in Orlando, Florida. Its annual pass at Super Carlin Brothers. So go to rtxevent.com and get information about very normal podcast tour and about RTX. Um, again, RTX July 1st to 3rd here in Austin. Back in person for the first time since 2019. Uh, come, come down. Come see us. Not in the podcast anymore because we're done. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. No beans next week.